0: good evening y'all and uh this is going to be a new project that i'm uh going to work on which is the meconomist video blog um if you want to check out my blog it's themadredneck.substack.com please subscribe you can also make a donation to automotive free clinic on the automotive free clinic page and uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try try doing this this new uh video blog um, today, I want to talk about utopia, and uh, I think it's something that we don't talk about enough. I think we talk about policy change. I think we talk about um, different types of ideologies and different types of methods and approaches to social change, but I don't ever think we really talk about it at utopia, and I think it's very important because as democracy is crumbling across the world, really, what is it what is a utopia look like within a world of crumbling democratic institutional frameworks and uh, i think it's one of the things that we're trying to do at the automotive free clinic it's not just a it is a service to the community but it's also about trying to create a world in which people are cared for and people get the things they need and the community takes care of the needy and um the community takes care of those who are taking care of the needy so i hope that uh uh we'll be able to bring that to the fore. what does utopia look like there's lots of different theories you have marxist leninism which is that the working class takes over the state forms a dictatorship of the proletariat and uh uh transitions from capitalism into communism It hadn't really worked. The Soviet Union, Stalin, and others were brutal dictators. They had some good things to say, of course, but and they did good things, but more, more or less they were brutal dictators. And often these ideas of utopianism have been argued for by people who just want to control what other people want to do. So what would a real utopia look like in which people are actually free to be themselves and to explore their own passions and to have their needs met, you can look at places across the world. Chiapas, I know it gets a lot of a lot of romanticization about Chiapas, but they're actually, you know, implementing their own indigenous lifeways and fighting back against a corporate takeover. Rojava is another example. There are places, these independent spaces where uh, corporations have less power, where capitalist governments have less power um if you want to comment on uh while i'm talking you can go over to the afc page to the uh live stream on the AFC, the automotive free clinic page and uh, you can comment there and i can see it and i can respond to you so if you do have any questions feel free to ask so you know i think one of the big failures of the of past movements and of the most recent movement that happened in the United States was a failure of imagination. Um, I think there was very practical things that those movements wanted to accomplish, especially in the criminal justice system and uh, you know within the within the criminal justice system and within you know getting policy changes at the government level but There was it wasn't governed by a vision of what could the future world look like, and I think we need to think about that more and more often as we go forward, what could a future world look like the current world is really bleak. Um, Climate change threatens the entire species, the ability of governments to react to national, natural disasters, especially in the United States are just abysmal. I mean, um, Biden said himself uh, that the federal government has no solution. You know what? We're in a moment of widespread institutional failure within the United States. And, it's probably imperative that we imagine the world that we want to live in because the world that is that we have lived in is going away. So, you know, there are other people who are imagining a world that we can live in, and that's, you know, the fasc, the neo-fascist threat um, that Cornell West talks about all the time, the neo-fascist threat that he talks about all the time, and they're definitely imagining a world that I definitely don't want to live in and I believe the left is kind of bereft of imagination in, as far as trying to envision a future world and put that into pra, put that into practice. And I don't I don't think it's easy. Um, but we can look to places around the world. We can even look to religion. You know, my faith is liberation theology, and that's the idea that the kingdom of God is here on earth, and that it's our job to build it. And you know, we need to we need to be building for the future and not just responding to the destruction around us and the awfulness that is happening in our society. Um, we really need to be building for the future, and some of that does include policy change that will enable us to do the things that we want to do. Um, but you know, we need to be building and the practical side of building for the future is it's hard i mean you're gonna have to um work with powerful capitalist institutions to get the money that you need to be able to build what you need to do which is going to require some types of compromises it's not going to allow for complete ideological purity and uh and you have to decide you know when a capitalist institution offers to give you money you have to decide you know, what it is they think they're buying. And um, if they think they're buying something that you're not willing to sell, then you need to tell them no. But if they are buying something that you're willing to sell, then, you know, do it. Pirate Utopia. Anyway, so this is my first video blog for um, economists. Head on over to uh, themadredneck.substack.com and uh, check out our check out our blog post. It's the official blog of the Automotive Free Clinic. This is um, kind of a different type of blog. We have uh, uh, we have a, this is a video blog for the Automotive Free Clinic. We're also going to have a podcast that we'll be streaming too. So, y'all take care and uh, imagine utopia. Yeah.